episode 011 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hi, this is Terry Crawley, co-author of Sleeping Your Way to the Top. I'm a huge fan of the show and encourage you to get your energy edge through sleep and listening to the Energy Edge podcast. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to episode 011 of the Energy Edge podcast. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, and I'm here with my co-host, Treva Yasino. Hey, Treva. How are you doing today, Brian? Good, good. And yourself? Well, I got a lot going on in my life, probably like a lot of people, and I think I really need a break today. You know what? And that's exactly what McDonald's would tell you, that you deserve a break today. And do you know why? (laughs) Yes, I'd like to know, actually. Well, since McDonald's says it, then it must be true. Would you say that's (laughs) accurate? You know, interestingly, that's funny. Yeah, I do need a break today, but McDonald's, you know, you go through the drive-thru and shamedly, before I got into the whole health arena, I would go through the drive-thru with my youngest one who was addicted to McDonald's. And here in California, when you go through the drive-thru, they have a little sticker on the window. And it says something to the effect that the state of California needs to let you know that the, some of the contents or um, things that are going on in this establishment causes cancer and birth defects. So how about that? Minor yet important detail. Well, you know, you know this could be a drive-by, not drive-through, an easily dismissed topic, you know? Yeah. But you know, our goal today dealing with talking about breaks is to challenge us that why taking a break actually increases our productivity, which kind of seems like the opposite would be true. Right. But you know, this talking about the energy edge podcast, we talk about the energy cycle. This is a small step in the rest phase of, of our energy cycle. So we talk about sleep as a major area under rest, but breaks, taking a break is actually a good place to start on our journey to rest. You know, and most of us business professionals, we hit the ground running <laughs> and we never let off the gas the entire day. And this includes lunch. And I absolutely love the analogy of a high performance car because with us being high performance car, we're usually, you know, pushing things past the average car. We're going a hundred miles an hour. You know, we're just, it's, it's just go, go, go. But the reality is The speeds of a high-performing business professional, the the speeds that we go, we need good breaks. (laughs) Breaks help us to slow down. Yeah, and interestingly, you know, you you get into a car, a new car or any kind of car, you kind of need to know how to put the brakes on, right? So that's why we're here today to tell you kind of how to put the brakes on, how to do it. But there's a lot of strong opinions out there and actual natural reactions, sometimes negative ones, of course, about taking a break. And, you know, these four natural reactions we're going to talk about, see which one of yours is the most natural reaction that you might resonate with. So let's talk about those. The four natural reactions is number one is I don't have time to take a break. You know, I'm behind before I even start most days and it will, I will only fall further behind if I stop and take a break. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's like, you think we think we're literally going to lose more time if we stop. I have too much to do and not enough time to do it, which is always our mantra. So how could I even consider taking a break? You know, and a second natural reaction would be, you know, I feel fine. So why would I stop and take a break? 
And for those of us who are locked in and we kind of get in that zone, you know, the flow, it's, it's easy to push back on this one. And especially true for those of us who love what we do. So if we're doing what we love to do and things are flowing and we just go time after time and we're moving, 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 then why do we feel like we even need to stop and take a break? What's number three, Treva? Number three is I forget to even take a break. You know, it's not something that we do regularly. It's, it's really easy to do a drive-by, right, what we were talking about, and miss a break even if we want or need to take one. So we just forget. Yeah, and I'd say the fourth natural reaction is, you know, my job or my schedule doesn't allow me to take a break. So, I mean, there's certain professions where this is more challenging than others. You know, if we're in the corporate world and, you know, we're just in a break routine and uh, we just make, you know, I just got pushback on that. There's some, there's some where, you know, you're forced to take a break. You know, you take that 15 minute break in the morning, 15 minute in the afternoon, you get that 30 to 60 minutes of that break. But the reality is most, most of us probably ignore taking a break. Yeah. And you know, you can get really creative if you had the desire to take a break for sure. You know, and it's, and it's easy to think, well, my break is when my day ends. And especially those of us who are entrepreneurs or hard drivers and we just go because we want to just get everything we can out of the day. And, you know, we say we don't take breaks, but sometimes we just waste a lot of time. We waste a lot of time. And that's not what we're talking about today. So why don't you summarize the four natural reactions? Yeah. So our four natural reactions are, I don't have time. Two was, I feel fine. So why do I even have to stop? Three is, I forget to even take a break. And four is, my job or my schedule doesn't really even allow me to take a break. I followed the Huffington Post, and I love what they said talking about breaks. And here was a quote they said from that. It is difficult to see things from a new perspective or find new insights when we come at it the same way all the time. Taking a step away, literally or even figuratively, might just be what we need to recharge. And I just, I love that quote. Because uh, it's important for us to invest into something small for, you know, a greater long-term results. Oh, I like that. Can you say that again? Yeah, it's, it's important to invest into something small, a break, for greater long-term results. In this case, increasing our productivity. Absolutely. So speaking of productivity, you know, a break really is productive only when we disconnect from the work that we're doing and indulge. Although that's a negative term a lot of the times, but if you do indulge positively, in any other activity that takes your mind off the task at hand, really. Yeah, and we have to see the benefit to actually stopping if we're going to gain anything out of a break. Because it's just so easy to just kind of meander through the day and, and have these kind of mental breaks of just going off on a tangent somewhere mentally. But it's not truly a break. Right. So we like to challenge, which we will do often, challenge you on uh, what we're calling three immediate benefits of taking a break that will actually increase your productivity. We all want that, right? Yeah. So here are the three benefits. Number one is your mind gets to rest. And I don't know about most people, but the moment I personally begin my day, my mind is going and it's going, going, going. And I don't want to admit it, but it doesn't stay sharp all the day long. And the reality is my mind begins to fade unless I do something about it. And I prefer to stay sharp, or as my dad used to say, not being sharp as a bowling ball. I love that. And I do hear you say that often. And I think that's exactly why taking a break or giving your mind a rest is vitally important. You know, and it's, it's good to push your mind. But if our goal is to stay sharp and productive, we need to consider a mental break. For sure. Because I think, you know, we can only focus for so long before the quality of our work or our day or who we are begins to decrease. So if we're honest, 
I think we'd admit this truth. Yeah. And you know, right now I'm reading a book that has been highly recommended by a number of people. And it's called Deep Work. And the author's name is Cal Newport. And I'll put that uh, link in the show notes. His angle is that deep work only comes from deep focus for a stretch of time. And then it's distraction free. And then we need a break so we can go back to deep work again. So basically it is deep work, then disconnect deep work than disconnect. And oftentimes what we're doing is we're just kind of distracted while we're working and our mind is kind of going everywhere. And what this is challenging us to do is to go deep work that is truly, truly focused, distraction free. Mm. And then after that, we need to disconnect and resting the mind is exactly what is needed to become more effective and actually increase our productivity. Well, so resting the mind, I, I, I mean, I love that term. We talk about that all the time. So help us understand what does resting the mind actually look like? Well, it doesn't look like moving from one computer tab to another from CRM to Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook. Uh, it doesn't mean from moving from a computer to a phone. It means allowing your mind time to roam and not concentrate, truly to disconnect. Yeah, and, and I love this. You found a statistic by an assistant management professor at the University of Toronto. And he talks about mental concentration is similar to a muscle. Uh, it becomes fatigued, he says, after sustained use. And it does need a rest period before it can recover. And he explains a little bit further that um, it's like a weightlifter that needs rest before doing a second round of repetitions at the gym. And it's a great example, you know, and especially if we're really focusing on a certain task, you know, deep work, if you will, when we choose to give our mind a rest, we will absolutely come back clear. And as a result, we're going to be more productive. I, I love that. So we're talking about resting the mind, right? So what's number two? Where, where are we going from here? If we're resting the mind, what else are we doing? Well, your body gets a chance to move. And one of the biggest unknown challenges is that we become very sedentary. And most of us sit almost the entire day. If we have a commute, we're sitting in our car. Um, oftentimes, we're at a desk all day, whether it's a home desk or whether it is, uh, you know, an office desk. You know, we're, we're sitting down for our meals. You know, we're unwinding at night, sitting on the couch, and we're just not designed to sit around all day. And it's definitely not helpful for our creativity or our productivity. So, getting out for a few minutes, getting our blood flowing and oxygen to the brain is absolutely key. We need to get our blood flowing and the oxygen to be at our best. Yeah. And, and kind of the irony of it is you actually use technology as a reminder, don't you? Yeah. And you know, for me, I have an Apple watch. I'm a big Apple junkie and it, it consistently reminds me to move and to breathe. And I love this because it's part of the, the third natural reaction, which is it's just easy to simply forget. And for me, that means all of a sudden this alarm goes off and it's like, you know, I've been sitting too long. And so it remind me to stand up or it reminds me, you know what, to breathe. And just taking certain breaths, and we'll talk about some of those techniques a little bit further into the podcast. You know, another suggestion is, you know, I'm in meetings oftentimes where it is just, we're just at a, at, you know, at a desk and you're just sitting on your bum the entire time. It's learning to stand up during a meeting. Most of the time I'm with people, they don't care. I don't care at all. Um, another is working from a stand-up desk. You know, little things that we can do to get our body moving. Right. And, and like you said, we're going to talk some specifics about what to do. And even me working from home a lot, I'm, I am sitting on my rear end most of the day. So I get up and do some push-ups or sit-ups and just kind of walk up and down the stairs. Um, and, and interestingly for me, you know, we, some of us still do work out, but that's not an excuse to be able to sit down all day long at a desk just because you worked out in the morning. So you still need to have some of that moving your, moving your body. So I, I, I do that throughout the day. 
And Treva, you mean you are in great shape, but I still know when you're doing push-ups when we're doing a recording for a podcast. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that. You're, oh, you can still hear that, darn! I thought just, I would muted you on that one. Hey, just just saying for all of us that are following along at home. <laughs> right. So, the, let's give a, a definition. Our our best and official new definition for a break is move the body and rest the mind. Mm. I love that definition of a break. So we t- we'll talk about this a lot in our podcast. Move the body, rest the mind, right? Move the body, rest the mind. Yet there's a problem here, right? Tell me what it is because I almost <laughs> was going to say it, but I think you know better. <laughs> well, if someone takes a break, they often do the opposite, right? We move the mind and rest the body. Isn't that? And, and that gets a little tricky even saying that. We're moving our mind and resting our body. And it goes like, how does it go? What, what, do you, what happens? Well, what it does is this. <laughs> Your mind goes, finally, a chance to check my personal email and or some social media. And this is exactly what I need. But the problem is the mind stays engaged, Treva. You know, it, we just switch from work concentration to personal concentration and it's not resting. Our mind doesn't know the difference. It's still, it's still focusing and still active. We need to move the body and rest the mind to get the true benefits of a break to actually increase our productivity. Absolutely. So we've talked about resting the mind. Now we've talked about moving the body. And the first benefit was your mind gets to rest. The second benefit is your body gets to move, like we've talked about. So what's the outcome? What's the third, what's the third benefit, really, of doing this? You know, an outcome is a great word. You, you come back more focused. And this is when taking a break actually and genuinely increases our productivity. We don't want to just do our work. Most of us, we want to do our best work. And that happens when we're focused and we're creative and our mind is clear. When blood is flowing through my body and oxygen's in my brain, both we, at that point, we, have, we come back from that break far more focused. Absolutely. And, and I love that. And actually, when we're focused, you, you want to go through the day feeling better. So when you are more focused, you feel better when you take breaks and you move the body. So just a closing reminder, you know, of our official definition of a break. Again, it's move the body and rest the mind, right? Yes, so, absolutely. <laughs> so we have six different types of breaks for us that we could easily implement. So can you tell us what those are, Brian? Yeah, and these breaks really don't need explanation. So we're going to talk about in just a moment some of the different types of links of breaks. But um, I just want to state what they are. These are ones that we could do no matter where you are at any point. Okay, number one is a stretch break. Number two is a breathe break. Number three is a water break. And number four is a result of the water break, which is a bathroom (laughs) break. Number five, a snack break. And number six is a walk break. So we, so how long should these breaks be that we take and are they always the same length? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think oftentimes we just, we have in our mind, whatever length of a break it is. And I think I'm going to challenge that. I want to say that there are three different lengths of breaks that we could take that are realistic within an average day. So here's the first one. A first one is actually called a micro break. Think seconds, you know, small length. You know, we may not have time for anything longer in the moment, or maybe just need a, the quick hit of the benefit of a break. And this is exactly what we should do and why we should take micro breaks all throughout our day. Yeah, and I love this little statistic from what life hack. And I'm a science junkie and statistic junkie, so I love these. Of those of you that are out there that are like this, um, it said they say, do you know that even a 30 second micro break can increase your productivity up to 13 percent? 
or that a 15 second break from starting at your computer, staring at your computer every 10 minutes can reduce your fatigue by 50%. That's quite amazing. And that is, that's, that's awesome. And it gives you time to, well, in this case, we're looking, talking about our six different types of break, a breathe break, just getting some oxygen to your brain where it's maybe five seconds of uh, breathing in and then five seconds of breathing out. You do that. It's just a handful of times right there. It's a great way to get that break to prove this statistic. Easy uh-huh. for me to say right there to just increase our productivity and lack of that fatigue. Right. And it's a really good point because just breathing, taking the time to breathe a lot of times when we're stressed and tense, we don't breathe. And so when you start paying attention to taking big breaths in, you're actually getting oxygen to the brain, which is increasing focus and productivity and on and on. So it's a great cascading effect. You know, and it also gives you time for a stand break. So you can sit down and take a breathe break and stand and take a breathe break. But the stand break is just, again, it's just to get the blood flowing. Sometimes our lasers kind of going limp and just kind of moving our arms around, but just that stand break makes a big difference. And when you're standing, and again, just for a few seconds, you very easily could stretch. So for me, a lot of times I'll do what I call a big move or a small move within my day. A big move for me is going to be exercise. So whether I'm going for a run, I'm doing an activity, I'm lifting or whatever in the morning right there. Sometimes a couple hours within that morning, it's just really good just to stretch. It really helps out, especially for those of us who are just a little bit older. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> no, no, never, never, never. So the second type of break, the first one's a micro break, and we're thinking seconds. The second one is a mini break. So think minutes. This is more in the medium length, okay? So micro seconds, mini minutes. So you can sneak a good little break in within a few minutes. Yeah, and again, another stat, the National Institute of Health, the research reveals that taking mini breaks that range up to five minutes alone can improve mental acuity, again, by the 13% mark, which is a lot over the period of a whole day. And that's a good bump within just a few minutes. So no matter what the stat is, you know, it shows a correlation between resting the mind and moving the body to increase our productivity. So, you know, with a mini break, it's time you can do a, obviously a breathe break. But it also gives you a time within a couple of minutes, you know, to do a water break, you know, to refill that water and treatment our big fans of, of, uh, of water throughout our day. And we'll have another episode just dealing with water. But oftentimes the water break will lead to what? A bathroom break. Mm-hmm. So just that will give you a chance also to walk and just to move around a little bit. So we've talked to, I love how you do this, Brian. You're really good about doing the three M's, right? So we've talked about micro uh, and mini. So what's our third? It must be an M word. What type is our third break? Yeah, you know, it's a max break. And a max break, think unplug, all right? Think large length. And back to the book that I'm reading right now with deep work, you know, you're doing the deep work and your mind is really, really focused and then you disconnect. So a max break of thinking unplug is going to be when you are unplugging. So if you've been concentrating for a while and at some point in your morning or especially in your afternoon, you need a max break. Uh, Treva, how often have you found yourself pushing through to mid to late afternoon with just the gas on and not hitting the brake and everything seems to just take twice as long and half as good? Unfortunately, I probably do it a lot, almost daily. I have to remind myself to do this. So yeah, especially the afternoon, right? We just want to crank through it. So yeah, I do it. Big time. And that's, you know, that's one of the natural reactions that we forget to take a break. But whether we set a reminder or whatever it is in this spot right here, the solution to things taking twice as long and being half as good is taking time to do a max break. Think unplug. So, I mean, it's time to, for it could be a walk break. And I love when I get to that spot 
And we'll talk a little bit more about some strategy, but when all of a sudden it's just a chance just to unplug, go for a walk for even just 15 minutes and just kind of let the mind roam free, what a difference does it make? Or here's one that's kind of shocking. Most people are like, how in the world could you possibly do this? It's a nap. And obviously, and preferably, it's not in the middle of the day right there at your desk. You know, I mean, obviously, you got to get creative if you're in the corporate world or doing something like that. But if you're working from home or a home office or whatever, sometimes it's just saying, you know what, I'm going to take an hour for uh, lunch. And maybe 30 minutes of that is, is lunch and 30 minutes is a nap. But it's just something to consider. You know, that's one of those spots where we can plug it in for a max break. And what's another time to do for a max break, Treva? Well, one of my favorites is a snack break because obviously I'm into nutrition and our body in the afternoon seems to be the low of the day. So one of the great things is taking time, getting up from your desk, uh, wherever you are, even in your car, stopping and pulling out a snack, going to the kitchen, getting a healthy snack, giving yourself a break and feeding your body at the same time. And that's a great point because you're doing a couple things that give you energy. Obviously, we're looking for an energy edge and driving hard the entire day is not going to give you an energy edge. So taking a break to rest the mind, move the body is going to do just that. But also nutrition is correlated with energy. So when we can combine these things together, whether it depends on the type of break we're taking or the length of doing a mini think seconds or, or I'm sorry, a micro think seconds, mini think minutes or max thinks unplug, it's gonna help us at the end of our workday to increase our productivity. We believe sleep is foundational to develop an energy edge. It's challenging enough to be productive and creative, especially when you're tired or even exhausted. But what if you had a quick guide to give you a jump start, something to point you in the right direction? That's the exact reason for the sleep guide called Sleep Your Way to the Top, 10 Secrets to Getting Better Sleep. To download your free copy, visit www.energyedgepodcast.com. That was www.energyedgepodcast.com. You can also find the link in the show notes. Now, back to the podcast. I love that we're talking about the different lengths of breaks and like some examples. So now we want to talk about like a strategy, a strategy that you can implement. It's awesome. It's called the Pomodoro effect. Can you explain that to us, Brian? It's a technique that is, um, it's dealing with time management and it was developed by a guy named Francisco Cirillo and he created it in the late 1980s. And the technique uses a timer to kind of break down these work intervals and the way the Pomodoro works is it's 25 minutes in length and it's separated by short breaks, in this case, usually for five minutes. And I love this. So here's a little backstory in this. The intervals are named Pomodoros and the plural in English of the Italian word Pomodoro, which means tomato. And that's after the tomato shaped kitchen timer that Cirillo actually used. Uh, as a university student, I thought that was really interesting. It is. And, you know, just never know sometimes where the origin comes from, but there is it. And, yeah. you know, there's, there's five parts of this technique and they're really, really simple. You know, the first one is I'm going to decide on what the task is to be done. So whether it's deep work or just a task that you need to work on and you're working on it for that 25 minutes, right? So you set the timer, tick, 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 tick for 25 minutes and you work until that timer rings. If a distraction pops into your head, which often happens, at least for me, I write it down, but I immediately get back on that task. I don't return the email. I don't make the call. I just write it on a piece of paper and I get right back to it. Then after the timer rings, for example, the dinger right there, take a five minute break. And then after four Pomodoros, you take a longer break. So the research is shown that you take these 25 and five, 25 and five, you actually get more done even when you seem to be wasting time of these five minutes, but it makes a big, big difference. And I actually use an app 
being an Apple guy, so on an iMac and on a MacBook, um, I have the ability to download what's called TeamViz, V-I-Z, and I'll put this in the show notes. It's a free app, but what it does, it allows you to do the 25-5 as far as the timer on there, and also gives you the ability to, to type in whatever that task is, and you kind of organize it. It's a pretty slick app, but it is using and allowing for this, this specific of the first of the two strategies of the, the uh, Pomodoro of the 25 and 5. I love I love this idea, and uh, one of my best friends, Lori, is a, an entrepreneur, and she works from home. And we were talking the other day, and I was telling her some of the things that we were talking about here, and that we were going to be sharing on our podcast. And I was telling her about the Pomodoro effect, and so she's like, "You know what? I think I'm going to try it because I have such a hard time being focused, being at home with all the things that are coming at me constantly all day." So. She actually started this where she would do 25 minutes and then the five minute break, 25 minutes, five minute break, just up to lunchtime. And she's like, oh my gosh, this makes such a huge difference because she's tried everything, you know, all these different ideas out there and she loved it. So I, I know that it works and, and I haven't done it yet. I would love to, I'm going to implement it myself for sure. You know, it's a great example of that just somebody just saying, Hey, I'm willing to try it. And I would consider her definitely Lori, a high performer oh, yeah. her to be willing to try a technique, try a strategy, something that would help her. That's just, that's kudos to her way to go. Lori. So I, I found a study Treva, that it's talking about the 10% of the most productive people and what they have in common. And what this is was they work for 52 minutes straight. So deep work but then they take a break for 17 minutes. Did you catch that? 52 minutes on and 17 minutes off. Now I'm a, I'm more of a round number person. So that I think that I would struggle <laughs> with the 17 minutes or whatever, but it's good because it showed that these employees with the highest productivity ratings, in fact, for the most part, don't even work eight hours a day. Mm. So what it does is all of a sudden their secret over the span of a workday is not working longer working smarter and deeper with these freaking breaks and then disconnecting. Right. Well, you know, the reason 10% of most productive employees are able to get the most done during that comparatively short periods of working time, which is kind of like a new trend is that they're treated as sprints, which for they're well rested and they make the most of the 52 minute working periods. Right. In other words, they work with, I mean, they work with purpose and that's good because working with purpose can also be called the 100% dedication theory. And that's, this is the notion that whatever you do, you do it full out, full on. So they're not looking for distractions. They're trying to say, you know what, I'm going to work hard and then I'm going to play. I'm going to work and then I'm going to play. And working with this is going to allow you, so if you're doing the 15 minutes of work, you're dedicated to accomplishing the task that you decided to do, you get it done, and then you're making progress, which is really what we want to do in its productivity. Well, yeah. And, and during that 17 minutes of break, what we've been talking about, you're completely removed from the work you're doing. So your mind is entirely rested. So, you know, the key is finding a strategy, whether deep work for longer periods with a longer break or a Pomodoro, a Pomodoro technique. I mean, either one of them, you see what works for you. So um, can I give you an example? So for me personally, what I choose to do most of the time, depending on if I'm traveling, I'm working from home, what the schedule is. Usually the first thing I want to accomplish is, is going to take a little bit of time. So for me, what works best for me is I'm going to take usually that, maybe that 52 minutes ish. It's probably pretty accurate. Sometimes it's up to 90 minutes. I'll do 60 to 90 minutes. And that's going to be, that's the deep work. That's something that I've really, really going to move 
move the needle on whatever I'm accomplishing or trying to accomplish. And then after that, then I'm going to take, I usually take a 15 minute break. And then for me, what I end up doing, Treva, is then I actually do the Pomodoro um, technique at that point. So and then after that 15 minute break or so, then I'm going to do the 25-5, 25-5, 25-5. And then oftentimes it kind of gets me to lunch. So there's just different rhythms of what we can do. And I think what we're trying to do is really to open up our mind and say, you know, how do we actually use this? So how would you summarize this? I would say this, you know, the challenge is transitioning this information into your world, right? I mean, we've talked about different breaks, uh, what they look like and giving you techniques. So I I think the challenge is transitioning all of this information into our own world. So you may have a very consistent schedule. You work in an office or you work from home all the time. You may travel most of the time, or you may have a hybrid like Brian, right? Brian, like tell us a little bit. Absolutely. You know, and the key to that is whether you've got your road routine or you've got your home routine, which is what my case is, in, in either way, there's not a whole lot of under, unpredictableness. So I really have to plan my break to make the most of my break. And the key then is to be present in your break. Remember the goal is to move the body and rest the mind. So if I know specifically what I'm planning to do for this break, it gives me kind of something to look forward to. Use the word, Treva, indulge. It gives me something to look forward to knowing that I'm having a chance to stretch, maybe a chance to walk, you know, breathe a little bit here, listen to some music or whatever. And it gives me a chance knowing that if I, if I maximize that length of time, whatever the length I choose in my break, that so much good is going to come out of it on the other side of that. And remember that the break is for you and the purpose is to come back refreshed so that you can actually increase your productivity and for you to do your best work. Right. So let's, let me review really quick again, the six type of breaks. They're very easy, simple, practical things you can do. Stretch break, your breathe break, your water break, which Brian likes to say, then you get a bathroom break, a snack break, and a walk break. You know, and just a quick reminder to you, we know we have the three different lengths of break. And I just really want to challenge us to consider this. I think sometimes we just use an excuse, I don't have time to take a break. What was the first national reaction? So for us, we're seeing right now is, no, no, no. Think of three different ways that you can implement these. And I encourage you to implement each one of these just in different times, different ways within your day. Remember, it's from micro break, which is think seconds. It's small in length. Then you've got your mini breaks. So think minutes. And this is a medium in length. And then there's the max break. Think unplug. This is the disconnect and it's larger in length. Yeah. And, and this is my favorite part of the podcast. This is the, at the point where we want to give you some practical tips. We've been talking about some things throughout here. There's a lot to take in. So we like to just leave you with a couple challenges and we call them what nows. So let's just do two of them. One would be choose a time and a length for a daily break. We talked about micro, mini, or max. So just choose one of those. And then two is determine your purpose or what you're going or what you will do for the break. We gave you six types of breaks too. So if you can just take a little chunk at a time, it's going to make for a lasting effect. So just those two, just try those two challenges. And I love this episode, Treva, but we got to wrap it up. So episode 012, I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview. It's with an interview I had with a guy named Alan Meisner. And Alan has a podcast called 40 Plus Fitness Podcast. Absolutely love it. And uh, here's a clip from that interview. I'm a vice president for a Fortune 500 company. Uh, things are great. I'm doing this this great thing. I've, I've focused on my career all this way. I'm, I'm doing these great things. And I know I'm going to do even greater things. But I was fat and unhappy. And I had no energy. So we hope you come back and join us for episode 
012, and an interview with Alan Meisner. Well, we want to thank you to making it to this point in the episode. We value your time and we truly want to help you find your energy edge. As always, we'll try and do better next time. Great. Wait, so where did you get that line from? Well, as you know, I'm a sports guy. So Michael Wilbon of ESPN, Chicago guy, big fan of, of Chicago. Um, he says it at the end of PTI, which is called the Pardon Me Interruption Show. <laughs> well, the difference is, I think, with me is that uh, I think we genuinely <laughs> really mean it. <laughs> the next time. So go and get your energy on through breaks. Move the body and rest the mind today.